0: hey everybody what's up welcome to a last minute episode of the miami comedy podcast going live on a sunday night six o'clock legacy beats lara ray of light the ratchet rich traveler (laughs) chef scoop what's up guys puyan what's up hey everybody apologies for the uh late Episode. We were supposed to go live at six o'clock today, but I was stuck in traffic. I had to go out and had to buy a last minute uh, Christmas gift for a toy drive. And you know, Manny loves the kids just like Trick Daddy. All right, I love the kids. I bought a. I bought something, you know, something unisex. Something both boys and girls can like. I bought a Yoda. And I delivered it over to Tripping Animals Brewery, which has a toy drive happening right now as we speak. All right, so, anyways, I. I want to let you guys know that it's good to, do, to be doing this. It's good to, you know, plow through all the traffic of Miami to go live and do this podcast anyway. So thank you all for showing up. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, so Gio asked right off the bat, first of all, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Miami Comedy Podcast. We've got an intro now. Look at that. We're professional. For those that are watching over on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, I hope you guys are liking the graphics, man. It took me a whole month to learn how to do all this live streaming stuff. All right, so Gio, right off the bat, asks, are you doing a show tomorrow or improve? All right, Gio, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm I'm assuming you're asking me if I'm going to be doing a show at the improv tomorrow. No, tomorrow's Monday. We're going to be over at the Red Bar. Tonight we've got a show. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and start the show by making a quick notification take note anybody that's going out to tonight's show at tipsy flamingo there was a flood in downtown miami tipsy flamingo is out of commission so we are temporarily moving the show over to red bar brickle now for those that are looking for something to do on a sunday night believe me when i tell you this isn't something you want to miss it's quite the experience so take note everybody tonight's comedy show will be at the red bar brickle even though sunday nights were at tipsy flamingo there you go bam In and out. Uh, What's up, Cindy Beatrice? Thank you, by the way, Cindy, for letting me know in my car that I didn't have audio. Val, welcome to the chat. Val is one of the performers tonight. So thank you, Cindy. Appreciate that. I was driving uh, in Doral, stuck in traffic, and I'm talking to myself in the car. And then Cindy goes in, and she goes, hey, your audio isn't working. And I go, oh, my audio's not working. And then she signs off. And I'm like, all right, thanks. (laughs) Cindy just goes in, says it doesn't work, and comes right out. What up, Evan? Welcome, man. All right, so let's talk about living life last minute. That's the topic for today. What's it like to live life last minute? Well, if you like doing everything last minute like I do, I did all my Christmas shopping last minute. I bought Christmas gifts for other people, uh, you know, that I love last minute. What's up, Sia? See ya. Sian see ya Realtor. When we out here living life last minute, that means that we are... Living life on the edge. We like that rush, you know? We like to procrastinate up until we've got to get it done. Like, right right before, like, that rub, you know what I mean? Right before. If we get a rush, like, when you get it done, we're like, I did it. I, I sent in that Christmas gift last minute, and they got it right on time. It feels good. And a lot of people, they get upset, right? They always get upset. What do you mean you're not ready? I told you to be ready an hour ago. It's like, I live life on the edge, bro. Okay, I don't like getting ready and waiting around. I like getting ready and jumping off immediately. JP Justice, welcome. We're talking about living life on the edge. Last minute. Stuck in traffic? It don't matter if you show up late or not. You show up late with style. I'm a daredevil. Uh, Manny, you know you're one hour late to work. I'm a daredevil. Okay, I like the rush on the way here. I like swerving through traffic. I like making sure... That my life is in danger as I get here. Call me Evil Knievel. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. The, every, everybody shows up late in Miami. It's part of the lifestyle. You know, we're party people. We like drinking. We like doing blow. We like having promiscuous sex. And we like showing up late. That's just what it is. You can't, you can't fix that. Okay? If you show up early, you know what you're communicating to the people there? You're communicating to them that you don't have a life. Straight up. An unemployed daredevil. Well, at least it's a title that you can be proud of. (laughs) Okay? I lost my job. Why? Because I'm too edgy. They can't handle my lifestyle. I'm out here making moves. You ever told somebody I'm ready? And then when they show up, you're not really ready? You're still laying down naked on your bed? Living life on the edge. It's not that we're being disrespectful. Disrespectful. It's just we want to see what we can get away with. Living life like this, where you do everything last minute, it shows you valuable skills. It shows you skills you don't even know you have. I didn't know I could maneuver through traffic like that. I didn't know I was such a good liar. I didn't know I can get ready so quickly. Right? It's almost like you're, break, you're breaking the, uh, the record for your own life <laughs> every single time. <laughs> hey, that's a good joke right there. We got to write that one down. Uh, showing up late to everything because I want to break my record. i put that one on Twitter. Right. Every single day you're recording history, the Guinness world book of records with only your entries, <laughs> right? Living life like that. Ain't that bad. What about an airline flight? Uh, you know, when it comes to airline flights, do it anyway, bro. Run down the airport, have security, think you're up to something. Uh on my way, they just living the house that it uh, just living the house that it Miami style. Yeah. You know, saying I'm on my way is a very common Miami thing, right? You're on the tub exfoliating. Ladies are the worst when it comes to that. You know, ladies are the ones that live life the most last minute. You know, when you try to get ready to go to a restaurant or you try to meet some friends or you try to go out to dinner. Hell, even on a date when a girl tells you she'll be uh, uh, she'll be there at seven. Yeah, I'd say eight thirty. Eight thirty is a solid, you know, not too early, not too late. A good hour and a half for Miami. OK, because, again, I mean, I reiterate, if you show up on time, what you're really communicating to people there is you've got nothing going on in your life. Alright, every time I do a comedy show, we say eight o'clock, but that really means eight thirty, nine o'clock. You know what I mean? Cause Miami time, we get it. All right, you're out on a yacht, you know, you you you're doing you're doing whatever deeds you're doing on that yacht. I understand. You don't want to rush to a comedy show, so I'll just say eight o'clock, wink wink, eight thirty, nine o'clock, okay? Depending on when you're done. Uh JP Justice, we're trying to keep the show clean for YouTube. Okay. Uh, JC knows best. Welcome to the chat. I mean, what do you guys show up late for? I show up late to everything. I show up late, but I never, I always say uh, a time that's vague. That's my secret. So when I go, hey, I'll be there five-ish. Okay, so when you say ish, that means you're lying. You know what I mean? That means don't take this uh, to its full value. So I say ish. I'll swing by six-ish. I'll see you around 530-ish, right? Once you do that, that's when you start living the lifestyle of being on the edge where it's like I never really said an approximate time, but whatever time I do show up, the ish part's got me covered, right? Like adding ish to the time is almost like getting insurance. <laughs> I said ish. Okay. Um I'm on the edge on this broadcast. Well, I was on the edge, too. I was a dirty comedian for, an for about a year. Uh, but then I kind of slowed down, right? Because then I realized the algorithms, the robots online get upset if you curse a lot. They don't like it. Uh, imagine that, bots getting offended, too. Oh, the life we're living, guys. <laughs> the life we're living where bots don't push your uh, content because you dropped the F-bomb. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the robots talking amongst each other? Like, oh, my God, this, this content creator here cannot stop saying the F word. Push him down. Yeah, no one deserves to listen to this. Okay, push him down. Yeah, let him, give him two likes. Just give him two likes. That was so offensive. Oh, my God. I thought AI was next level. I thought AI was neutral. <laughs> the AI is not on our side. Um, anyways, living life on the edge. What else do you guys show up late in Miami? Show up late to work. We show up late to, uh, you know, Christmas parties. We show up late in anything we do in terms of dropping off, uh, Christmas gifts. I did all my shopping. Like I mentioned before, all online. I didn't do, uh, I didn't do much, but I'm glad I got it all done. And now that everybody's getting their package right on time, it's, it's more satisfactory, right? Most people Get satisfaction, but not Miami. Most people get satisfaction doing things on time, but not Miami. We don't feel satisfied. We're trying to let the people know that we've got things going on in our lives and this isn't it, right? This is more like a nuisance, so please don't waste our time. Okay, so for those that don't know, being last minute is actually one of the most appropriate ways to live a life that everybody should respect. Okay, besides, if somebody gets upset with you for being late, imagine how selfish they are. Consider that for a moment. Consider somebody being mad because you told them you were going to meet them at 5 and you show up at 5.15. Be like, Look, man, I've got other things to do. And they might turn around and they might tell you, well, you told me 5 o'clock. I said 5-ish. Okay? I said 5-ish. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Miami and being late just hand in hand. The thing is you also have to calibrate who you're making weight. Okay, if you show up late and nobody was waiting for you, that's when you can show up super late, right? But if somebody's waiting for you, you have to get into their reality and realize that you might be disrespecting them too. But at the same time, have they ever made you wait? So have that in consideration. Well remember that one time you told me that you're in the corner and you weren't? (laughs) Right? So it's like tit for tat. But if it's somebody that's really important, somebody that can change your life. You know, like I have uh, somebody that's like this high-end wealthy dude. And whenever he hangs out, I know he takes his time seriously. So I'm not going to have him wait, right? I want to get an invitation back to the yacht. I want an open bar whenever I hang out too. So I don't make the guy wait. I show up on time whenever I meet this particular person. But anyone else that I meet in Miami, if it's my first time meeting them, establish dominance, show up late, (laughs) I show up late to establish dominance. Let me write this one down. I show up late to establish dominance and let them know if they want to be my friend, this is what to expect. There you go. What's up, Miggy? All right. I understand, guys. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. It's a last-minute show, and uh, I got to get ready for a uh, for a show myself. You know, I got to go do this uh, last-minute show at the Red Bar. It's going to be a pretty good turnout. Granted, they're all going to show a blade, but still, it's going to be a great turnout tonight. Uh, shout out to all the people that go out to our shows, man. I really appreciate all the support the people of Miami has been showing us uh, this whole year, man. I can't believe the year's almost over, right? I'm definitely going to be late with my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I told myself I wouldn't be doing New Year's resolutions anymore. If I ever want to do something, I get started right now and hope for the best later. You know, Because once you start telling yourself, I'm going to wait till the New Year's before I start trying to lose weight, you're never going to do it. You know, it's a Sunday, I'm already late for work on Monday. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, that's another thing about living life on the edge, DV. When you're living life on the edge and you're showing up late everywhere, you already know you're going to be late before you even make plans. What's up, Molotov? Right? You're out there. You're signing up to do something. And you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to show up late. You can get tickets to, you know, a high-end show over at the FTX Arena. $500 seats. Oh, even if you got good seats. Agent Arch Center, you're going to go to a ballet that ran you $500 to go sit in the front. You're already telling yourself, I'm going to show up late, but at least I got some good seats waiting for you. As a matter of fact, that's one of the reasons why I put uh, VIP seating over at our comedy shows. right? Because if you get the VIP seats, we hold on to those. Because I know you're going to show up late. I know you're going to be rushing through traffic trying to get to the show on time. But guess what? When you show up and you got a VIP seat... There it is, waiting for you. What's up, Gracie? Kay Brom. Dade Boy. We're here talking about Miami time. Showing up late to everything to establish dominance and let everybody know that you've got things going on in your life. It's normal. Uh, that's another lifestyle about Miami. Since we show up late to everything, we get VIP everything, right? We get bottle service. Oh, uh, sorry, excuse me. The bar, the, the club is full. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let me go ahead and get a bottle. What do you think about that? Let me get a bottle and a table to spend this 2,000 minimum. I got you. And then now we're spending all our money because we showed up late. (laughs) That's why Miami has all those RSVP upsells. And that's why they've got all the promoters and stuff because they know Miami's showing up late to everything, man. A nightclub ain't pop until it's like two in the morning. Let's face it. Right. You show up to a nightclub at 10, you're in happy hour. Okay, you're still talking to people that just got off work. You show up 2, 3 a.m. when it's really bumping. Okay, if you don't got reservations, if you don't got somebody that's, you know, inside with a bottle, you ain't partying, bro. You know, you late. It's acceptable if you got a fat wallet, though. If you're late and you've got a fat wallet, that's acceptable living on the edge lifestyle. Okay? Because you just pay everybody. Can you imagine if you could just pay your way out of everything that you're late to? Show up late an hour, you know, to work. Your boss starts to give you some some lip. And then you're just like, ah, shut up. And you throw money at his face. There you go. Then he just bends over, starts picking it up. And be like, all right, leave me alone. I'm going to work. Hung over. And make sure you punch me in at the right time. Okay? Here's a little sum for your troubles. <laughs> you show up to court. Mr. Garavito, your court hearing was two hours ago. Ah, hey, here's some money for your troubles. Leave me alone. Uh, DV says, has anyone ever showed up late to Lagniape? You know, Lagnape is one of those places that makes you feel intellectual up until you actually have to say the name. Right? There's something about that venue that you go around, you're eating wine and cheese, and the next thing you know, you can't even pronounce the place. But that's always the best thing, right? That's when you know you're, you're living luxuriously. When you're buying stuff, you can't pronounce. When you're going to restaurants, you don't even know the name. You, you just know it's the, ex- you call it the expensive place. You know? <laughs> DV says intellectual. Yeah. Look, as, as an intellectual in the city of Miami, I'm going to tell you guys right now, that intellectual stuff, That is considered, quote-unquote, intellectual, like you say, DV, is the most expensive stuff, okay? It's it's very rare, and you definitely will show up on time to see some intellectual stuff, okay? And there's nothing better than coming across somebody with a dating profile that says they like someone that's intellectual, and then when you meet them, you know, they're into stuff that's not intellectual at all. Yeah, you know, uh, that new Billie Eilish song? so emotional it's so powerful i know she's 18 and all but she just has a way with words you know she told us to follow her on tiktok she puts little snippets of her songs (gasps) so powerful wow i feel the intellect coming out of you that's crazy yeah you know i saw this uh talk about jordan peterson and how the uh the religions translate to the psychology of human beings have you seen that Can you not talk about that? It's going to bring down my my buzz, please. Like, I I can care less about that stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought your profile said intellectual. (laughs) I thought these kinds of talks were interesting to you. No, but not like that. You know, that's kind of like heavy-handed. It's very highbrow. I've been mocked for being an intellectual. It's a little difficult in Miami, you know? But it's everyone's responsibility to be uh, intelligent one way or another, because I'm not going to say I'm high and mighty. No one is, right? Especially when I don't show up on time. <laughs> no one's perfect. However, uh, learning and trying out new things and, and exposing yourself to new things is everybody's responsibility, right? We all have to learn. But the thing is, man, when you go to places like Lagniap and you start swirling your wine and just, you know, listening to jazz and then you go to somebody. It's like you know, this is a Miles Davis song that he recorded back in the mid seventies. By far, one of his best albums. Yeah, shut up, bro. I'm just trying to enjoy the music. <laughs> uh, intellectual, uh, intellectual uh, people aren't really, uh, at least not at least not here in Miami, from what I've noticed. You know, I'm surprised we have a book fair. You know, I'm surprised we have stuff like that. That's that's still cool. Um, But I mean, like when you look at uh, Art Basel, you walk around Art Basel, uh, you can look at the art that is represented here in Miami. You're like, oh, yeah, this art really represents our mindset. (laughs) Just people uh, with uh, ski masks on with uh, money in their hands. Yeah, yeah, this is very Miami. I feel the the Miami flavor in this. (laughs) What's up, Beat? Frank the Tank. Please explain. I keep seeing that on Hinge Bios. Yeah, well, you're going to be seeing a lot of girls requiring very high standard things in Hinge because Hinge makes people. Oh, by the way, you know, to stay on topic, if you if you show up late to a Hinge date, you're definitely not hooking up. Okay, Hinge dates, Tinder, you could show up late as hell, right? Hell, Tinder, people you meet on Tinder will probably show up, probably don't even meet them the same day. I remember all, not all, but, like, a good majority of dates were like, hey, meet me here. Okay, yeah. We decided to go to this other bar, and then we uh, we kind of got caught up. Can you meet us here? And then when you show up, oh, my God, we left. Yeah, we left. Uh, we're actually going to be at another bar down the street. No, 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 we're not there anymore. And you get the text. We're not there anymore. We're actually having uh, arepas right now at this uh, 3 a.m. diner or whatever. Uh... Abel, what's up? Tabitha, Sherry, welcome to the chat, guys. We're here talking about uh, last-minute psychology, intellectuals, and going out on hinge dates. Oh, uh, That same intellectual pays $40 cover at patio the next day to stand around. Well, I mean, people need love, DV. People need to go out, and they need to find somebody special. That's part of it all, man. And sometimes the special people are, are at El Patio perriando because they've lost their way. You know, and they need somebody to help them get back on track. <laughs> all right, the people at El Patio need love, too, man. Help me get out of this funk where I think this is all there is to life. Popping bottles during brunch. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, on hinge dates. Hey, man, but you can't, you can't complain, man. The people you meet at El Patio are pretty fine. There's some, some fine-ass girls over at El Patio. And they all, you know, not all, but the, there's some that have bios that say, I want to date an intellectual. And you go up and you try to engage with her intellectually, and then she gets bored. It's a shame. But uh, anybody out there that considers yourself an intellectual in the city of Miami, uh, you're still showing up late. Let's face it. You ain't perfect. <laughs> all right. You're living life on the edge, too. That's one thing that's great about uh, the city of Miami. It breeds a very particular kind of person. The Miami culture will seep into your life one way or another. It's almost like Venom. You guys know Venom from the Marvel Universe? You know how it gets into somebody and then it becomes you, right? Intellectuals are not immune to to the Miami culture, all right? Intellectuals will get sucked in, all right? I've been in yacht parties. I've been at the wharf. I've been blacked out at the wharf. I've seen Miami in the eyes. I know what you're all about, Miami. And God damn it, I love it. You know? I just hope you never suck me into your lifestyle so much that I forget to remain an intellectual in your city. Please, Miami, don't take the intellectualism out of me. Please have mercy on my mind. Right? With all your reggaeton songs, your terrible meme culture, (laughs) Your sense of humor and your beautiful women. Please do not allow temptation to get the best of my intellect. Please, Miami. Please allow me to show up at least five minutes earlier than expected. (laughs) What's up, Tony? We're here talking about uh, being late, Miami culture, and being an intellectual in the city. Um... But here's the thing, man. Uh, Intellectual people, they're winning but not loud. Okay? And there's one thing I learned about intellect as well. Not all intellectual people are good people. Some are very bad people. Some are lazy. Some are not competent. Okay? Some are not. There's a lot of intellectual people that are not competent. You ever seen that nerd that's in your school, like in your class, and that nerd is like, you know, he's got long nails You know, greasy skin, his hair's all messed up, right? But he's smart, but he just doesn't do the right thing, right? Like, picture the guy, the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Worst comic book ever. Intellectual, but doesn't live a solid lifestyle that allows his intellect to be used for good. It's like intellect being used for bad, right? I am superior than all with my greasy shirt and everything. Right, I'm cynical. I'm above all. Uh, his name is Enrico or George. Uh, the Henny and Reggaeton with a bad bitch will make you succumb to leaving the intellectual side of you. Very true, Chris. Solid statement by Chris. But here's the thing, Chris. Once you uh, now, I live both sides. All right, consider me an explorer of intellect. And being an F-boy, I'm not going to curse on the podcast, but I I can be an F-boy as well. And let me tell you that whenever I do the F-boy lifestyle and I'm out dating and I'm out stealing these girls' hearts and wasting their time, I don't get anything accomplished other than just sexual prowess, okay? And when you live that lifestyle of just sexual prowess, in those moments of silence when you're alone, you're going to realize you're not really that happy. Because here's the thing. When it, most, most of the time, the Miami lifestyle is centered around uh, sex, drugs, and money, right? But those things are very empty uh, ways of being happy. All right, keep that in mind because I, I've done all that. I've done all that. And once, you're, once your sex life is really good, you know, like when, I'm, you know, when you're talking to like three girls at once and they're all loving you, you're not going to be satisfied because you feel that there's something more. That you're not appreciating Alright You're cutting deep now coach Yeah that's right DV Welcome to the podcast Well sometimes the deep cuts is where the comedy comes from DV says that's hilarious Imagine Venom taking the personality of Miami Speaking in a Cuban accent Sounds like material for Los Peachy Boys Shout out to Los Peachy Boys man I love their content Funny stuff What's up Uh, It's Janice jojo we're here talking about the miami lifestyle we're here talking about intellectuals in miami and we're talking about showing up late to everything all right so yeah like i said i've been an f boy i still f boy around right i still F boy around i still see you know a fine little thing over at the bar i stroll up yo what up ma (laughs) let me impress you with my f boy intellect What books have you read recently? Oh, you don't read any books. What a surprise. You're here. (laughs) Hey, you mess with him. What's up, Jeff? Yeah, so, uh, but here's the thing. When you you learn how to uh, challenge yourself, expose yourself to new experiences, get some new novelty in you, right? Go to a museum every once in a while. Right? It, it is fun just to remember you still got it. Yeah, for sure. Chris gets it. You go around and you're like, hey, let me go ahead and hunt a little bit. Let me shoot my shot and see what's up. Right? Um, yeah, man, intellectuals in Miami, they're not, and that's good. It's good and bad at the same time. Intellect in the city of Miami is something that uh, you got to do it with style. Because if you don't have style, your intellect is going to come off uh, unsexy or unwanted or <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> How dare you come around here with great topics of conversation? Get this guy out of here. Right? So you've got you've to be really uh, smooth with uh, being somebody of that, of that nature. So that's the downside. The the upside is that as you know, if you're constantly evolving, constantly growing, uh, your opportunities for uh, making things happen expand more than others, right? So even though the other people, let's call them the party people, that don't like intellectuals or something like that, whatever, you know who I'm talking about? That guy, that girl, them, (laughs) them, (laughs) you people. What you mean, you people? Uh, I'm just saying um look at the pandemic for example when the pandemic hit anybody that was savvy with a computer that knows how to build websites or knows how to do digital marketing or knows how to sell digital products uh what ends up happening is they are able to do more things during those times and then all the party people what happened during the pandemic they couldn't party up until september of 2020 right so that's a good example of um intellectuals being able to do more things, have more uh, competence than the surface uh, lifestyle of those that aren't or that shun those that are, that are intellectuals, right? Like, Oh, I don't need that. I don't need that smart stuff. It's like, dude, it's not, you're not trying. You're, you're, I'm not doing this to impress anyone. Neither should you. And no one should really do uh, the life learning thing or the, the lifelong student thing to impress other people. Hell, it'll probably backfire, right? You got to do it for yourself, right? You got to be knowledgeable of whatever it is you're into. And and then there's different kinds of, we're going down a rabbit hole now. Fuck this, but (laughs) I cursed. Damn, bleep this. We're going down a rabbit hole now, but the point is uh, intellectuals are more adept to evolve than those that don't want to learn anymore. I'm always reading something I'm always interested in learning something new. And if something ever shows up and I'm not intellectually engaged in it, I know that it's going to take me down the wrong path. And I do it. You know, I, I've been on a YouTube binge watching. Uh, I play, I'm playing this game on PlayStation called Dark Souls, right? And I'm, I'm on a binge and I watch, you know, a couple of hours on there and I kind of got like, to snap out and be like, oh my God, why am I watching this? Right? And then I kind of start feeling guilty if i'm not doing something productive right i kind of feel like oh when uh, i wasted a whole day doing this this is silly let me go do something uh that'll satisfy me better love that game yeah it's a dope game intellectual conversation well to be honest man i'm not really ashamed of uh bringing these kinds of combos over the podcast because what ends up happening is it makes my comedy better because here's the thing comedy and i gotta get going i got a show I I got sucked up into this combo, guys. All right, but yeah, so if you ever want to, like, get really good uh, material, you got to dive deep, right? You got to have, like, philosophical thoughts, and you got to have good conversations with people in order for the joke to be good. And then you simplify it, you put it online, and then you kind of get good feedback because it's, like, such a funny thing written in such a simple way, but it's such a complex thought, right? So that's where my comedy comes from. That's why you never see me going down too much of an easy route with my comedy i like making sense out of it uh some kind of way good luck with your show love your content thanks a lot man you deserve a break i totally understand yeah thank you guys hey you guys are really supportive on today's episode thank you appreciate it uh if you guys want to support and help out uh subscribe to the podcast miami slash podcast or subscribe to youtube miami slash youtube trying to grow the channels here locally trying to get the names out of our shows and making uh, the community of uh, comedy lovers come together. Picture me as your uh, shepherd towards comedy. Come with me, all ye that like to laugh about random things as a local in the city of Miami. Allow me to lead the way. Please, over here to the Comedy Slaughterhouse. (laughs) I'll look it up. Yeah, go to MiamiComedy.com, Chris. All right, I got to get going, everybody. Great talk, okay? And be careful of showing up late to everything you do. At least say the word ish as backup, okay? If you say, I'm going to be there at five, say, I'll be there at five-ish. All right, that way it's like an insurance thing going for you, okay? Live life on the edge, Miami. Keep showing up late. Do your thing. I ain't mad at you, man. I'm not mad at you. Uh, So, again, tonight's show Tipsy Flamingo will be over at the Red Bar. Tomorrow night, we've got two shows. We're going to be at the Red Bar. And then uh, we've got a late night show at 9 o'clock over at Thank You Miami. Then Tuesday, we're at Dom's. Uh, Wednesday, we have a toy drive over at Casa Tiki. Thursday, shows at Tripping Animals return next year. Friday nights, we're back at Thank You Miami. And then Sundays, we're over at uh, Tipsy Flamingo again. So just go to MiamiComedy.com. That's where you get all the news. Sign up to the newsletter. Oh! By the way, one more thing. It's currently December 19th, meaning there's probably like 11 or 12. Yeah, there's 12 days left uh, for uh, the new year and before we announced the $100 bar tab winner. So if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter yet, go to MiamiComedy.com slash raffle. No, MiamiComedy.com slash tab, T-A-B. Sign up to the raffle. We're giving away $100 to any comedy show that we have on our calendar. All right, that's it, everybody. See you tomorrow, same time. Uh, Same place, meaning wherever you're at. That's the convenience of the show. Bye, everybody. Have a great Sunday.